Hey there, welcome to my meeting. Today I'm catching up with my mate from the inner west in Sydney, Brendan. Hey Brendan. Hey Jazz, how you doing? Doing good, how about you? I'm doing really well, um, I'm happy to be here. Heck yeah, I'm happy here too. We have a couple of places we're going to talk about today in the inner west. Uh, where do you want to start? Uh, so I think I want to start probably the OG for me, um, like the first place in Sydney that I fell in love with. I've been here for I think about 12 years now. It's a place in Ashfield called called New Shanghai. It's a Chinese restaurant and they just do the the Shaolong Bao is a standout like they they're just incredible they don't take bookings um there's always a line up out the front you know it's the very very quick service but i don't know there's something really endearing that i find about that um yeah there's no pretense there's no kind of showmanship it's just like you you know you know why you're here we know why you're here <laughs> let's get some food on this table and let's get you the fuck out of here so we can turn this table around and make more money and <laughs> I don't know. I really like that. I really like yeah. that. Um, yeah. Uh, the, but yeah, the, it's, it's, it's interesting because uh, like Ashfield in Sydney is a very, there's a very strong Chinese community. So there's really good Chinese restaurants everywhere. Um, this place happens to be the standout for me, but it's in a row of three shops. And so New Shanghai is in the middle. To the left is Shanghai Night and to the right is New Shanghai Night. <laughs> It's 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 really confusing. It's really confusing, but it's it's just one of those things. I used to live like a short walk from there. I think I, I think at one point in my life I was eating there like once a fortnight or something. Like even just if I would just pop down by myself on a Wednesday or something. Like mm. yeah, the the dumplings are just phenomenal. They have a little kind of annex room off to the side where you can like book classes to learn how to make dumplings and they, you know, like sell them out of the freezer so you can steam them at home and do all that sort of stuff. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a really good place. And I, I just, I just love the food. It's great. Nice. Yeah. Do you have a specific like flavor or style dumpling there that you'd really like? I don't think I've ever been there and not had the Shaolong Bao. Like, um, but if I, if I go to any dumpling place, like I'm going to get a Shaolong Bao, that's kind of my, my benchmark, like that's how I set my response to any place. I'm like, is the Shaolong Bao good? Um, and even if every everything else is incredible, but the Shaolong Bao is a little bit lacking, I'll be like, nah, the place is no good. <laughs> don't, 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 don't bother with it. <laughs> and so for people who haven't tried or they're not familiar with the name Shaolong Bao, mm-hmm. talk us through it, paint me a picture. It's a pork dumpling, but it's... Um, it's got like a little soup inside, like a pork broth soup. Um, so when you bite into it, the, the once the pastry kind of breaks, the soup kind of envelops your whole mouth and like explodes into your mouth. That's the way I eat it anyway. A lot of people like to break the break the wrapper on the spoon and then kind of sip the soup out, which is perfectly acceptable. But I don't know the if you bite the whole thing whole and you get that flavor explosion throughout your whole mouth that just like really rich umami porky broth Mm. 
just coats your whole mouth and man it's a, it's a good time mm, <laughs> it's a, yeah i've never had it so i'm very keen to try pardon yeah yeah that's oh. What it is. oh if listeners don't know, like i didn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> i right, mean so- before when i moved to sydney i pretty much straight away became vegetarian yeah and then have essentially been 99% of the time vegetarian since then. So I'll right. use that as an excuse, but I mean. That's a perfectly, <laughs> perfectly reasonable excuse. Like, um, yeah, you're, you're making a very ethical choice and I, I just want that broth in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound very good. Oh, it's, it's, it's a really good time. Um, I actually learned how to make them recently. I, watch a lot of like cooking videos on YouTube and stuff and um, realize they they make the broth ahead of time because I always wondered how they did it, but they add a little bit of gelatin to the broth and then they set them in little discs. Ah. Yeah. So then, you know, you're not trying to fill a dumpling with liquid basically and then as it steams that melts and... I love the, the chemistry and the physics of food. That is awesome. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. That's great. And how did yours turn out? I didn't actually make them. I like oh, most. Oh, you learned how to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like yeah. I. I watch a lot of like YouTube cooking instructional videos. I might make one out of every ten of the videos that I watch. Um, it's just a very relaxing thing for me. Yeah, if you yeah. appreciate food, like that's the payoff, right? Is watching it and getting those insights. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, just getting like a little deeper understanding. Um, and, you know, I might not cook the recipe per se, but there might be a little nugget in there that I can kind mm. of use in my own cooking at some point. Um, mm. Every Sunday from about 2 o'clock, Tim and I batch cook for the week mm-hmm. and we'll do one batch meal for dinners and one for lunch. Yeah. And at the same time we have whatever trashy cooking show that we can find it the gordon ramsiest the better like yeah, <laughs> it yeah. doesn't matter like right now we're watching final table and we're not cooking what they're cooking we do not have the ingredients they have but i no. still love seeing what they're doing and like having that atmosphere and every now and then tim will be like oh that looks great and we both look up and like oh yeah do our own like little critique of it and then get back to whatever cooking which is <laughs> Nowhere near the standard that they're cooking, but we're like, yes, yes, chef. No, there's a yeah, quite a similar thing. Um, I I've fallen in love in the last couple of years with the Great British Bake Off. Um, oh, and it's, it's so charming as well. Yeah, I love it. it's 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 a hundred percent not the normal kind of programming that I watch. Um, but I don't know, just something about that show is. It's it's just great relaxing binge watching, and yeah. um and yeah I've been I've been caught by my partner a few times you know with being like oh, oh the madeleines don't have enough of a lump and she'll go to me <laughs> have 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 you ever seen a madeline have you ever heard of a madeline before today I'm like no don't know what you're talking about yeah <laughs> just, legally you're not allowed to ask me that <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah I keep a lawyer on retainer. For that. <laughs> Exact purpose. <laughs> they managed to squeeze in a lot of um, sexual innuendo for a <laughs> for a, for a quite innocent um, baking competition, and you know that's always going to give me a giggle. Yeah, and there's yeah. this like really nice 
properness, I think, to it that you don't see in uh, Australian cooking shows of like shaking hands and really, yeah, that English formalities that we we don't tend to have. Well, I I think one of the things that really speaks to me about it is like if you watch um, any kind of Australian reality cooking shows or whatever it's all very you know tense and high drama and you know there's orchestral swells and oh yeah it's all conflict based yeah yeah um and then you watch this and sure everyone's competing against each other and they want to do well but they're genuinely happy for other people and if one of the contestants is struggling for time or whatever like and some other contestants have already finished like they'll generally go over to their bench and help them Mm. and you know that's just nice, isn't it? Yeah. That's just quite nice. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't do it. I'd be like, oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking this thing home. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, so we've looped back to the reason why Australian TV isn't like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've been raised in the Australian culture and wouldn't you believe it, I, uh, I'm extremely competitive. <laughs> So this episode very quickly turned into a random conversation just about cooking shows instead of places that we've been. And I'm here for it. I like that a lot. But I I think I spend more time watching uh, cooking content uh, than actually eating out. So proportionally, we've got it about right then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, The other place I wanted to talk about um, is in Stanmore, uh, which is the last suburb that I lived in. Uh, and there's this great little restaurant on an otherwise like suburban street called Emma's Snack Bar. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a it's a Middle Eastern restaurant, and it is fantastic. I was kind of sleeping on um, like Middle Eastern food for for a long time. It took actually going to that place with like a large group, like six eight people. I can't remember how many it was. To realize, to to get the most out of that cuisine, you need to go with a large group. If you just go with two people, like you get two dishes and then like there's not much variety there. Mm -hmm. But if you go with a large group, you you get a little bit of everything and it's that very like communal kind of eating style, which is Mm. really great. And, you know, I'm going to try a bit of this now. And, oh, what if, what happens if I, you know, mix this with that and you know put it up in a pitter and oh how about some of this tahini honey sauce i'll put some of that on there oh when you know it's fucking amazing (laughs) um the roasted cauliflower at emma's is the best i've had it's Mm. really really good like that really deep char it's like smoky flavor i think they've got like some um like smoked paprika on there and they like drizzle like a tahini sauce over the top and yeah it's it's phenomenal yeah that sounds heckin good yeah it's really good any other highlights they do this chicken wrap and they kind of it comes out and it's like maybe the size of a kebab but it's kind of sliced up thinly so there's maybe five portions there and it's like it's quite simple it's just like a flatbread with like a really tender like chicken thigh like that's been you know charcoal cooked with like this incredible sauce and that thigh meat is just so tender um but like full of like charcoal smoky flavor and it's yeah it's phenomenal big fan very nice yeah when when there's a real charcoal flavor and smokiness yeah that 
That's something I think when you're veggie, you don't get as much. So that cauliflower dish where they still kind of have that smokiness. Yeah, um, yeah. That's nice. Uh, what's the atmosphere like? There's basically one long communal table down the middle of the dining space and there's I think maybe three or four little tables for two on either side. Um, but, yeah, for the most part it's the kind of place where, you know, you walk in and they'll just sit you where they have free seats at the communal table. It's a good way to enjoy that cuisine because there's the, you know, communal aspect of the eating with your own group whilst you're also sitting at a communal table and, you know, you might get chatting to some of the people next to you and, um, yeah, yeah, it's really nice. I'm a fan of that. I like to talk to randoms, so I love it. Tim would hate it. (laughs) Uh, Look, I'm I'm, I'm probably more on Tim's level uh, with this one. (laughs) (laughs) honestly like every time I go there um with the exception of the cauliflower I'll I'll get something different and all of it's good you know that's cool um yeah yeah so it's consistently good and there's a nice range of good options yeah a nice range and you know because everything comes out you're kind of like making your own meal anyway like you've got all the dishes you know I've got my lamb here and I've got my cauliflower or my broccoli here and then in the end of the day I'm you know grabbing a pitter and throwing variations of all of that into a wrap and um having a great time do you use your hands Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah, love yeah. food where I can mix stuff together and layer it and make it my own with my hands. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, it just adds like another sensation to the meal, doesn't it? Like you you're, sure. you you kind of feel like you're interacting with your food now, not just kind of, you know, I've got these metal things and only they shall touch the food. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so we've got some honourable mentions. What's What else is worth shouting out? And I guess it's worth mentioning, like, if you haven't been to the um, Inner West, there's just a lot of good options. Oh, so. there's, there's, there's good food everywhere. Like, I, I could probably give honourable mentions for the next 40 minutes, um, <laughs> but I won't. Um, no, uh, I've, I've recently moved to Roselle and there's, a, like, an Italian deli around the corner from my place called Lombardo and they just do... Great sandwiches on like baked in-house ciabatta rolls, um, and that's a really, really nice spot. The the staff are all like super friendly. I also wanted to shout out Xi'an Eatery in Burwood. It's a northern Chinese noodle restaurant, and they make these hand-rolled noodles that are like super thick, and so you get kind of like a al dente pasta mm. feel like they're they're quite dense and they have like chew to them they bite back and it's a it's a really simple it's just kind of like a um oil and maybe like chinese black vinegar with maybe some fried shallots and some like fresh green onions mm. like and and the, and these like thick long noodles just tossed lightly in that like it's a really simple simple dish like it's all about the noodles and it's great that's cool yeah it's yeah. really good simple good good ingredients yeah that's 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 all i'm after mm. yeah yeah i just want that i just want that texture i just want that bite from the noodle yeah <laughs> i'm getting hungry thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> every time i do an episode i'm like well now i'm starving yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> 
I'm getting a sense from this conversation as well. Like uh, I'm really appreciating in your description compared to other people that I've spoken to of how the, like the sensory aspect of food for you um, and texture and everything. And uh, I love that. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so important. Um, and like, you know, obviously flavor is good. Um, but like, if you've got something that tastes great, but it's all the same, like, there has to be other elements to it. So I don't know. I like to kind of eat with all of my senses. Like if I can get these like nice textural elements and, you know, if I can find a way to, or if there's a dish that has like a really standout kind of color or something mm. that, that pops in that sense, like obviously it's going to kind of get me more interested than, um, you know, because we do particularly in Australia and, say with our kind of like British cuisine traditions, like we eat a lot of beige food and like, <laughs> look, and, and I'm a fan of beige food. Like I love me some mashed potato. I love fish and chips. Like I love that stuff. But yeah, like I, I think there are other parts of the world that just do the whole experience better, you know? Yeah. 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 Any other shout outs? The Warren View Hotel. Oh, okay. Tell yeah. me about that one. Uh, it's just, it was my local, um, at the last place that I lived at. It was a great, great big pub with like a big outdoor beer garden. Um, like I'm an AFL supporter and it's an AFL pub. So, you know, people go there, watch the football together. You'd, uh, you'd drink some pints. Um, yeah, just a, a great space, a great atmosphere. And their, their schnitty was absolutely ripper. Um, nice. Yeah, they did a killer schnitty. Did you say which suburb this was? Yeah, it's in uh, it's in Stanmore. Yeah, so it's it's a short walk from like the Enmore Theatre. Um, if any of your listeners listeners know. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good. You know, go to a gig, have a good feed before or after. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Well, maybe not after. Um, yeah. Sydney. <laughs> Sydney is the city that fun forgot. So everywhere closes at you know four thirty. <laughs> It's kind of like, it's, it's, it's like going back to Wagga. <laughs> uh, I am in awe and respecting the range that we've covered here. We've hit, I think the first one was Chinese and then we've talked North Chinese. We talked Italian or Middle Eastern and mm-hmm. then just a solid pub. Yeah. You can't go wrong with that. You've got all the options. You've got multiple weekends worth of places to explore. I'd highly suggest to anyone to go to any of the places that I mentioned. Uh, you're bound to have a good feed. I need to put Sydney on my list of places to come back to and hitch up to check these places out. Yeah, yeah, by all means, give me a, give me a shout. I'll, uh, I'll show you a few spots. Thank you for your time. Thanks for having me, Jess.